Hey all you yuckers and yummers out there, my name's Courtney. And I'm Carlito. And if you enjoy listening to Newlyweds Argue, then this podcast is for you. Well, more specifically, we'll be discussing movies, books, or certain comics that one enjoys and tries to introduce the other to it. And then find out the verdict of whether they yuck it or yum it. You can listen to us currently on Anchor.fm and Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Hope you have fun listening to our podcast, Don't Yuck My Yum. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Don't Yuck My Yum, the podcast where my wife and I make each other watch certain things and we decide whether we yuck it or yum it. I'm your host, Carlito Gilchrist, and with me, as always, is the co-host with the most. (laughs) Courtney Gilchrist. And how's it going? Things are happening this month. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot, lots going on. Mm -hmm. We're going to training here in a couple days or so for our jobs we got mother's day yeah shoddy's getting married shannon's getting married kelsey's baby's gender is about to be revealed to the world oh my gosh it's a big month kelsey your sister who helped us put together the stuff for this podcast at the beginning yes yeah yep and then shoddy who's on the last episode or so uh, she was on the pirates, pirates episode. episode she's getting maui uh-huh that's crazy oh my gosh life's just moving forward and we're just doing this I'm just doing this podcast Is that's it? all we do no it's a great, <laughs> it's a great accomplishment i think so I, I have fun doing it yes and we have a lot of we have good talks we've we share a lot of stuff that we like yeah i mean i i suggested to all new married couples if they want to like they don't even want to do the podcast part, that's fine, but if they just want to, like, show each other movies or just show each other things that they yeah, like. Just, and... like, every week. Yeah, just, like, something new. You should do it on Mondays, too. Yeah, because Mondays are sucky. Mondays suck, and then you can always have something to look forward to, like, oh, babe, I'm going to show you this movie tonight, and yeah. then the next week they get to show them something. That way you look forward to Mondays. Yeah. Unless it's, like, the movies that your spouse always picks, you just despise. <laughs> and like, when it's their turn to pick, you're just like, you're like oh, oh, no. But, you know, for better or worse, that's what we signed up for. Yeah. I'd say the majority of this time, we've we've enjoyed it. Yeah. Bad and good. Like, I still... Like, what was, what's probably the worst we've watched? Oh. In your eyes. <laughs> what? No, that wasn't the worst. It was the most confusing. I think that one confused me more than Batman v Superman. Really? Yeah. I think the one I didn't, I least liked was the Doctor Strange Love. Oh yeah, that one was pretty boring. That was kind of boring. It's a good movie. It means a lot of stuff, and I understand. But yeah, it's like watching it again. I'm like, wow, this is kind of boring. <laughs> That's okay, cause this is how you learn. Yeah, this is how you learn when you're older. Of like, oh, okay, so this is what I. Really like, and that's what I really I do, don't, don't like. like. Yeah. It's like, do I need to watch Dr. Strangelove again because it's an important film? No. No, I don't. I've seen it. <laughs> I understand it. It's fine. I don't need to watch it again. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, this is a film I think you should see. I think everyone yeah. should see. I think what I was going to say, too, is like a lot of these I wouldn't have watched without you having me watch them. Yeah. I'm an influencer like that. Right. So... <laughs> Definitely with this one, I thought it'd be appropriate to do because the remake is going to be coming out this year, maybe, unless they delay it again. I right. don't know. Because yeah, it's it, been delayed over a year already. Yeah, I think it was supposed to come out last year. Yeah, but then, you know, so. Yeah, but <laughs> then the, the big pushed everything. thing happened. Yeah. The virus, which the big must bad thing. not be named. Yeah. <laughs> virus who was not, right? Yeah. That's what they that's what they call he Voldemort. who must not be named. Virus yeah. who must not be named. Yeah, that's that works. Yeah, I was right. I like it. Thank you. Good job. Woo! But so yes. we're talking... No, you go ahead. Okay. Okay, I'll go ahead. <laughs> no, you go ahead. Yeah, so we're talking about West Side Story, the original from 1961. Yes. Is this the... Actually, is this the only movie version? I think so. They haven't made another, Mm-mm. like, cheaper version or anything since then? I don't think so. Like, it, uh, it was originally a Broadway show. Okay. Yeah, I knew that. So, but that was turned into... This movie. A movie. It was adapted for film. Right. So, you know, things were tweaked a bit. Mostly lyrics, because some things weren't mm. appropriate for film. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, swear words, or...? There were... S- what I think originally... Um, 
Sondheim did have a F-bomb in the Krupke song, the Officer Krupke song. They say, G Officer Krupke, originally he wanted it to be F-U, but they were Mm. like, no, 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 we can't have that, so it goes Krupke. Right. I wonder if they'll do that in the new one. I doubt it. Uh, I I think, no, I think knowing Spielberg, like, for material like this, I don't think he would do that. No. I think he, if he's smart, he'll keep to the songs, because they're very beloved. I'm very shocked that it's, like, Steven Spielberg's directing a remake of this. It is a very odd thing. Just because I'm like, this one was very beloved when it came out. It won, like, 10 Academy Awards. mm -hmm. It almost, to me, feels like if they did a remake of, say, like, The Godfather. It's like, why would you do that? We don't need it. Like, the original one's great. Don't fix what ain't broke. Yeah, but I don't know if it's an issue of, like, they feel like the original's not as timeless as... It may have been at one point, so they kind of want to update it or they want to share the, the story with new... New audiences. New audiences. Because, I mean, it might be one of those things, too, where it's like, if you're not, like, maybe into musicals, you may not watch this. No, and I don't really think... Like, I bet you majority of young teenagers these days either, A, have no idea what it is, or B, has never seen it. Probably. Yeah, probably. Both. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if Mickey's seen it. I don't know. Well, she should. She should. I she think could watch this. There's yeah, no, I think so. There's no issues in this. Mm-mm. Has a lot of good lessons. It does. I think it does have a lot of good lessons. Do you want to try to describe what it's about in your own words, babe? Yeah. Uh, Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> it's that. Because it, that that's what I knew going into it. But I was like, oh, okay, it might be kind of inspired by that story. But it's... Pretty down to, like, the the distinct plot points. Like, it is Romeo and Juliet, except instead of the Montagues and the... Capulets. Capulets, thank you. It's the Sharks and the Jets. They're two opposing gangs yes. in the west side part of New York. What's up? <laughs> west side. <laughs> Don't kill me. Um, and uh, they're, they're basically, yeah, they don't get along. Like, the Sharks are... They're from puerto rico they're puerto ricans immigrants so they're trying to like come in and you know build a new life for themselves but then of course they get caught in the gang life and then the jets are i guess the natives the yeah the original original the american american um, white boys the original gang members there kind of own the streets and then they've they've kind of had this turf war yeah for over like like who who has Whose land is this? Whose property is this? Whose, you know... Mm-hmm. Territory. Or territory, thank you. <laughs> uh, and so basically the main plot is one of the members of the Jets falls in love with the the sister of the lead um, leader of the Sharks. Mm-hmm. And so it's basically that. So you take that premise, you say Romeo and Juliet, that's what yeah. this is. So it's yeah, it's nineteen fifties New York setting yeah. with a Romeo and Juliet story. Pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Wait, but it's set to music. Yeah. Like and then there's and there's music and really cool dancing and really good filmmaking. I'll give it a yum. I would hope you would. Yeah. I mean, I that was the one thing that impressed me too was like because yeah, you see a lot. Um. There's a lot of, like, musicals they turn into movies. That it, sometimes it doesn't translate well. Right. And I feel like this one does it really well because it's, out of the filming, they they utilize, like, how can we make the dancing look fun and intriguing on screen? Because that, I think that's where me, the adaption of musical to movie gets lost because you try mm-hmm. to do all the dance numbers and sometimes you just do it on, like, a flat... Like, yeah, like you look like you're just filming a stage. Yeah, it's like a flat shot, and it's just like, oh, why is this? Why, why, why am I supposed to be captivated by this? Yeah, you know, I think they did a good job of utilizing the landscape and the space, and they used mm-hmm. the elements around them to incorporate the dance. Yeah, and I think it was filmed very well because it's like even during a lot of the dance numbers, there's like. Like, the characters move around and the ca- the camera moves with them. Mm-hmm. Rather so, than the camera being still and set. Right. So, so it kind of gives you that feel of, like, you you're know. You're there. You're there and experiencing it as, like, as the 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 dancing unfolds, yeah, the plot unfolds. Yeah, because they'll have beautiful, wide landscape shots, but then really, like, close-up shots into the characters. And yeah. 
so it get, feels more intense that way too. That was the thing that that opening was very epic, even yeah. though it's just music for like five minutes. But then when it like crescendos into the end and it just says West Side Story, it's like whoa, that was pretty cool, right? And then. What was I thought was awesome is like because what you're looking at for the first five minutes is just like all these like there's like these slashes all across the screen and it's like you think it's like some kind of pattern but you're trying to like figure out like what is this and then when it after it says West Side Story it's revealed like oh it's like representing the lines and lights of the of New all York the York buildings yeah of all the of the Manhattan buildings mm-hmm. so all the skyscrapers so then it does like this cool pan basically across the whole city. Until you get to the neighborhood where all the characters are at. Yeah, it does this. I do like that it kind of goes across the, the city. Mm-hmm. And you're looking down at everybody. And yeah. It's really cool. Kind of giving you the idea of like how large this landscape is. But like how intimate the story is. Like in the whole big picture of everything. Mm-hmm. Which I think is kind of cool. But then how much of an impact that the story really is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think... Sondheim did brilliant with the lyrics of these songs because mm-hmm. they do, they do, I think, be very catchy. Like they're very catchy in your head, and you just sort of like could sing along with them. But then the music itself is just like amazing. Yeah, it's a good time. It it kind of makes you want to dance too. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not like poppy. Say like a greatest showman. It has that no. classical musical feel to it. I have- Orchestra. Yeah, full orchestra, and the dancing is very. I almost want to say like ballet esque. Yeah, it's all. It's got all kinds of feels. It's got contemporary. Mm-hmm. It's got more like you have all kinds of different dances, salsa or yeah, salsa. Yeah, or just like more. Um, like even the choreography of like the fight scenes have this dance element to it yeah they do which i thought was cool it's basically like dance fighting Mm -hmm. which i was like look when i was looking at that i was like okay i can see like where say if you watch like the the music video for michael jackson's beat it Mm -hmm. like i'm pretty sure they said like they like a lot of the dancing in that music video was inspired by west side story or like smooth criminal have you ever seen the smooth criminal Mm -hmm. music video yeah i think like the same thing Especially with like the whistles and the snaps. Yeah, the snaps are very iconic. Uh huh. I like how like that's how they kind of introduce the gang. Yeah, or like that's that's how they like they say like oh it's us or something or come out or I don't know they like do like a snap. Yeah, it's like a call. It's like a call. Yeah. Yeah. Like one person will whistle and then the other person will snap and it's like oh okay it's that's my guy. That's my guy. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was interesting. Did you um? Were you surprised by the, like, the characters of, oh, bless you. Mm, no. Big Jan. Jan. <laughs> what were you going to say? Uh, were you, like, um, not maybe not surprised, but I guess, did you enjoy the main characters? I did, yeah. I really like Riff. Riff, I think Riff yeah. is probably my favorite character. Mm-hmm. He's fun. I feel like if, if I was, say, if I was going to be in this, that's who I'd want to be. So I feel like Riff has, like, the most fun dances and stuff. I feel like if Tony's kind of, like, the main character, I'm like, I feel like it'd be boring to be Tony because he just does, like, love songs and he doesn't really get to do a whole lot of dancing and stuff with the actual Jets. He's usually more, like, on the side, like, doing his own thing. Yeah, Richard Beimer, who plays Tony, he did say, like, he wanted Tony to be a little more rougher and tougher since he was originally with the Jets. He felt his character would have been more like that yeah and have more of a not so i guess how he was like, like starry-eyed romantic guy yeah. kind of guy and then he's like why he was arguing with the director he wanted his character because he didn't think his PA. actions matched who the character was not really which i kind of i was getting the idea like when they introduce him that he's kind of moving away from the gang life it seems no he was yeah because he he got a job he wanted yeah. to kind of just have a fresh start and yeah you know i think be more respectable yeah and start his life start his life and not just hang around and on the street all day and just mm-hmm. do nothing yeah mm-hmm. which i think you kind of see though his violent background because when he's trying to stop the rumble 
It comes out. It comes out a bit, and he gets all, you know, fisted and stuff like that, and then he kind of realizes, no, 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 like, I can't do that. I'm trying to stop this. So I think he has certain elements you can kind of see that come out just ever so slightly. Mm -hmm. Um, But I guess, yeah, for you, you you would have more fun with with Riff. Oh, yeah. I mean, just Riff, like, I like his, uh, he's very jovial, and he's a good time. I like how he kind of just goads Tony into, like, everything yeah come on what's the big deal you know and all that and i like the whole like i would say like the whole opening with like how they introduce the jets and the sharks yeah there was like this moment where it's like the jets like you know they introduce them and they're doing their snaps and then they start like walking across basketball court and everyone's like looking at them Mm -hmm. and i just kind of pictured myself there of just being like i'd be someone like looking at him i'd be like <laughs> like who do they think they are? They probably don't. I think I'm sure most people don't really like them. No, I I got that feeling, and then I I like the um, how the sharks were kind of introduced, and then you see like them starting to like fight and dance fight with each other in the street. Yeah, and that whole opening sequence was just so well done, so well choreographed. Yeah, because I liked how they kind of went everywhere within the yeah city. They utilized all their. Like going through tunnels and mm-hmm. coming around corners and. I was about to, yeah. Where did they film this? Did they actually film this in New York? Most, I think a lot of it was. Because it, I mean, it seemed like a a neighborhood, but mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if like, oh, they're just filming on a set. I think it was both. I think a lot of it. I think the first big scene with the sharks and jets was filmed in New York, and okay. then a lot of other stuff was on like a set. I would think so, because like that whole opening scene, it's it just. The whole landscape feels so authentic. I'm like, they had to have filmed that in New York. Yeah, I think they did. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, and it's, I like that. And then where's the plot go from there? Okay, so they get... So what hap- So basically, like, the the main plot then goes into Riff. He wants to, like, have it, like, out with the sharks. He's like, you know what? I'm sick of the sharks coming in on our territory. We need to have a big rumble. Mm-hmm. We need to just, like, settle this right here now and we're gonna do it after the dance tonight because there's a dance at a dance hall yeah they're just ha- yeah there's a dance that night and he's like that's where we'll meet him and we'll have the um the meeting with, yeah we'll just talk and with just him and bernardo because they're like bernardo's the leader of the sharks and, and Rip's the, Rip's the leader, leader of, the of the jets which it kind of assumed that tony was probably once the leader but he stepped he, away he stepped away and then riff became the leader because like they mentioned how him and tony were like the kind of like the founding they founded the jets the members yeah yeah so he wants tony to go because tony's an original member because you know if it's like this is yeah. a big deal like about our the territory of like our gang and yeah. where we're gonna and stand from this friends. point forward yeah so you get the feeling they grew up together and everything well yeah i think even riff lives with tony and his family oh he does yeah a mooch <laughs> well it sounds like from what they said like riff maybe didn't have a Good family, so, so he, he moves this in with Tony. Because um, like, they kind of mentioned that when they're call, going back and forth. But right. like, your mom's got the hots for me and all this stuff. And nah. Okay. Okay, yeah, no, no, I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah, so they decide, like, we're going to go to where he wants to get Tony to go to the dance. And then while they're there, while they're going to try to um, get this rumble set up, that's when Tony meets Natalie Wood's character. Maria. Maria. Yes, Maria. Yeah, I so actually, she's... I didn't realize that was Natalie Wood at first. I forgot. Really? And I was like, oh. Yeah, that's She's like... not Puerto Rican. <laughs> no. <laughs> but she, they, I th- they made her, I think her and some other characters, they kind of made her skin look darker. Yeah, I could tell. Yeah, too. I, you can tell, like, especially, like, that old film grain and the footage you can kind of it's easier to tell like oh they they put tan on her or yeah. that person or that guy's actually tan or that's just heavy makeup or something yeah which is funny because rita moreno who plays anita is actually puerto rican uh, yeah i figure she actually looked i mean they actually made dally which she looked pretty convincing but then after i realized it was her i was like oh well now i know it's not yeah but george um shakiris george shakiris he plays bernardo he's greek I could, oh, I could see it now. Yeah. <laughs> I could see him. Yeah, he looks Greek. Okay. So they, so that's kind of like the big um, meetup yeah. of the two romance leads. Like in Romeo and Juliet, when they, ha- they, when Romeo and Juliet meet at the... The Capulets party. Yeah, that's, that's their time to like 
come together. Yeah, that's where they meet. Yeah. yeah. I like their little dance they do. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of cool stuff where it was, like, they would... The visual? Yeah, like, like how they would focus in on, like, a character. Usually it was during, like, love scenes, like, like more romantic scenes. Like, the sides of the of the footage would like become blurry mm-hmm. and almost like, like a vignette yeah almost yeah vignette kind of dreamlike mm-hmm. in that way and it's and then it just kind of it shows the focus on the romantic leads and i thought that was kind of cool yeah would how they slowly emphasize that. fade into that and then mm-hmm. would fade out like they're coming back to well there was a lot reality, of yeah. yeah there was a lot of crazy transitions like when they transition into the dance scene oh yeah when she spins around yeah and, and then it's like into the dancers but it's like this hyper blurred like mm-hmm. look and i'm like what the is tra- happening yeah they do have some interesting transitions with I'm the like, film this is trippy <laughs> yeah but it, it, like that, it had that um 60s vibe it definitely had that 60s vibe yeah it kind of felt because when did this come out 61 61 okay so it kind of felt like that transition era from like the 50s of you know uh, teenage angst and behavior you know Mm -hmm. and it kind of had more of a 60s vibe to it especially like with the styles and like the way people behaved and stuff yeah i mean like my best example of like you know the 50s type of teenagers like rebel without a cause right or everyone was just like what do we do we can't do anything And in this one, they kind of they kind of seem more sure of themselves, but they have more of a cockiness to themselves, to be sure. Yeah, it's not just like this backstabby, cool kid, new kid thing that Rebel Without a Cause was. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's when they meet up, they fall in love, and then that's when they just though they go and they decide on where to have the rumble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you yeah, you had. Um then tony sing about mm-hmm. maria which is a great song which one was that oh when he's just like just singing about maria, maria meeting her meeting her yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It de- i will admit like it, it definitely had that like cheesy vibe to it but i had to remember like okay this is based off romeo and juliet and i know he like falls in love with her immediately yeah Be- everything takes place in like three days <laughs> yeah it's like literally like two and a half days or something it's yeah. like a super short amount of time, which I think is sim- similar to Romeo and Juliet. No, yeah. It only takes place within two days. Yeah, two or three days. I it's, think it's three days. Yeah, the characters, they meet, they fall in love, and then they die. But it's a little different in this one. Yeah. Yeah. I like the uh, I like the actors. I think everyone did a good job. Yeah, I think they, they had a good acting mm-hmm. cast. I like Natalie Wood in this a lot more than Rebel Without a Cause. She's a lot, yeah, she does a lot better. In it the, might be the character, It's too. definitely the character. She is a, she's definitely a lot more likable in this in this uh, movie. Mm-hmm. I like her um, I Feel Pretty song. I actually didn't know that was from this. Because mm-hmm. I've heard that song so many times. Yeah, you're learning so much about where these songs come from. Yeah, the origins. I'm thinking, like, why do I have Robert De Niro singing this in my head? I think there is a movie where Robert De Niro sings this song. Really? Yeah. Is like it, as a joke. Is it um it might Stardust? Be, no. I think it might be uh like Jersey analyze this, analyze that. No. Okay. It it's like a buddy duo comedy movie he did, but I think he sings it in that. Oh, okay. Yeah. But that was like, oh, uh, yeah, I've heard this before. But then I actually like hearing a a woman sing it. I think I think it just threw me off because I kind of got the impression that like, oh, I thought this was supposed to be like a funny song that a, that a guy sings, but like, oh no, a girl actually sings this. Okay, <laughs> no, it's a little, yeah, it's, it's a, a little, little more feminine song, sincere than that. Yeah, yeah, okay, oh, yeah, I like that one. Um, I'm trying to think. I like the song where the sharks were on the roof with the girls. Oh, America. Oh, that's what the song's called? Yeah. And they're just saying, like, I like America. And the the, the guys are like, we don't like America. Yeah, the back and forth is yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or she's just like, they're they're like, Puerto Rico sucks. I mean, I don't know like what how it is today, but, like, back then they were like, why would you want to go back there? They're like, like, there's no opportunities there. Yeah. Everything's hot and it's crowded. crowded yeah. And there's not, no work and mm-hmm. all this stuff. It's awful. It's like here we actually have opportunity and yeah, you know we actually have space and all that stuff, yeah. which is uh, amazing to think like you have space in New York. 
Yeah. Wow. As com- <laughs> I guess, like, compared to where they came from. I like the one she's like, I have my own washing machine. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a big deal. Yeah, I know. So I thought, I was like, I like that, those little things. You kind of get, like, the insights on the the sharks and, like, the, the you know, the the Puerto Ricans and, like, how their, their what their lives league. were like yeah. compared to New York. So it's like you feel sympathetic towards them. I'd say I feel more sympathetic towards the sharks than I do the, the jets. jets. Yeah, the jets were kind of more They're like... bullies. They were bullies. Like, yeah. let's just all... Why can't you all get along? <laughs> yeah. Because if, if you... When you watch the beginning, it's they kind of pick the fight more with mm-hmm. the sharks, and the sharks just kind of defend themselves. Right. So it's... I feel like it's definitely one of those things where, like, the Jets were probably like, who are these guys? Who are these guys coming in on our territory? And then they yeah. were like, well, the Puerto Ricans were like, well, we got to form our own gang because these guys are getting up all on our grill. So if anything, I think that the Jets, they just made the problem for themselves if they would just calm down. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, I guess, the the lesson Yeah. in the, in the story is, right. like, just... Accept everyone. We gotta just love and not hate. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what, was, what was your favorite song? What's your favorite, like, musical number? Ooh. Two Nights Pretty Good. And which one's that? It's when they're all singing about what's gonna happen tonight. It's, like, um, before the rumble. It's, like, Anita's talking. Oh, yeah, she yeah, sings, yes. She has her singing when Bernardo's gonna get back, and then... It's like cutting Tone, between them. Yeah, all. Tony's singing and Maria singing about what's gonna happen that night when they get to see each other again. The Jets and the Sharks are singing about the Rumble. Everybody comes together in this big, yeah, yeah, like crescendo. It's a pretty. I like it. That's a pretty epic one. What's the, what's Maria's uh, or the other female lead's name? Anita. Anita. Yeah, she her part was funny because she's just like, I'm gonna get something that. I know she's <laughs> like black orchid yeah. everywhere. <laughs> for my bubble bath she's, bubble bath bubble bath she's like i don't care how tired he is when he gets back she's mm. like Mm-mm. yeah <laughs> she's like he's gonna be hot and tired i don't care he's gonna get to take a bath and then we're gonna have some fun some fun mm-hmm. <laughs> some boom boom some boom boom <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the pg version right yeah boom boom yeah there i uh it's hard i love all this i think all the songs are great and their own way mm-hmm. and which interesting i think in that time dubbing was very common so they could just hire actors and if they didn't have singing uh, abilities that's fine yeah they'll just find singers to dub for them and that's what they did oh they did for this yeah so oh. tony maria oh really they didn't sing Mm-mm. what yeah i feel cheated and lied to <laughs> They weren't actually singing? No. Oh, no. No, so, yeah, so they had um, a guy sing for Richard Brimer, <gasps> Bamer, for Tony, and they had a girl sing for Natalie Wood's character, which Natalie Wood can sing, just not to that scale, not to that soprano. Oh, yeah, because Maria did some, like, had some serious chops. Yeah. Anita does sing, like, um... Rita Moreno, she did sing. She sang her part. Her part in America. Okay. But what was interesting, the same girl who sang for Maria, she actually did both of them for their song together. Oh, um, really? Yeah. So she just sang them differently. Yeah. That's so weird. She sang Maria's tell. higher and she sang Anita's lower. But it's actually the same. That's some skill. Yeah. She has more talent than either of them. I know. Wow. Yeah, she, crazy. she did very well. And she actually did some speaking dubs for Natalie at the very end. Yeah. They had to do some reshoots with just uh, the dubbing. Apparently, yeah. they didn't get the right sound with Natalie. And uh-huh. I think for they couldn't get her or something. She was working on something. I think she was working on Gigi after this. Okay. I haven't seen Gigi. Um, but then... They had her do the speaking, which you might kind of heard. It does sound a little different at the end mm. when, spoilers, <laughs> Tony gets shot and is killed. Wait, what? What? And, she, you know, Krupke is going to go over. The officer is going to go over to, you know, get him. And she goes, don't you touch him mm-hmm. and yells that. The that wasn't her. S- the sound is kind of different. Yeah. That wasn't her. 
Uh, and says Teodoro Anton, that wasn't her. Those last two lines wasn't actually her. Oh, okay. They had to redub that. Gotcha. Oh, I didn't notice. I know they did it. She did. They picked the very right girl because they. She very she nailed it. Sounded just like her. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, the I'd say like the one song that I think was stuck in my head the most, and it was the weird weirdest one was the the the. What is it? He's the one guy's singing to him, telling him to be calm. It's after cool. Riff. Yeah, it's after Riff. Because what happens is at the Rumble, Tony shows up and he wants to break up the Rumble because Maria's like, "Don't you have don't, to stop it? You have to stop it," which it makes it worse. Um, I know. I was like, "What if it? Because they were just going to fist just, fight." Yeah. What if they just fist fight? I, th- I don't think anything would have happened. But of course, Maria's like, "Yeah, not to fight." Well, it's her brother. Uh, yeah, and then he dies, so it's kind of her fault. So. Yeah, Tony shows up to try to break up the fight. That and hurt while her brother died. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's not, but it kind of is. Uh, so Tony shows up, and they, f- and he tries to break up the fight, and then it's kind of like a lot of back and forth, but like eventually the the shark leader guy, he pulls a knife out, and then yeah. Riff hops in for Tony with his knife, and then they start, you know, going at it, and then... Uh, what happens? It's like Riff like runs into the guy's knife. Well, like Tony grabs him and he's like, "Riff, stop!" Yeah, and tri- tries to pull him away, but then he gets free from Tony and runs back over to where Bar- Bernardo is. Bernardo, yeah, and Bernardo's holding out his knife, and so pretty much, yeah, he stabbed him. Yeah, they died immediately from those stab wounds. Yeah, they must sure. have got right in the right spot. <laughs> We're not going to let them just kind of... <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, just like bleed out. No, like, it's going to be a little more. Out. It's like, oh no, Riff, I think I can fix it. No. <laughs> that wouldn't fit. I think fit. I can put it back in. It wouldn't fit the scene very well. No, I don't the think feel. so. The feel. The feel would have been completely different. Wow. It would have been funny, though. That's not the point. <laughs> but okay, yeah, so then Riff dies and then out of his anger so, tony yeah. kills bernardo yeah because maria's brother riff was like a brother to him yeah so yeah so he gets upset then he kills bernardo out of anger then he's like oh crap what did i do and then yeah goes back to maria to tell her because then she hears if she's supposed to be get waiting for him on the roof but yeah chino comes and Tells tells her, yeah, he killed your brother, and he then yeah he goes to Maria to tell her the truth so that he can turn himself in and mm-hmm. that didn't she said that didn't happen right yeah no yeah so which I thought was kind of weird because I know in the I think in the original Ju- Romeo and Juliet Romeo does kill who does he kill someone kills Mercutio. And then Romeo kills Tibble. Tibble, which is Juliet's cousin. cousin. So I and I think Tibble was kind of a dick anyway. So I think Juliet was like, eh, I mean, okay, yeah. But in this, it's like it's her brother, yeah. And she still is like when Tony, she's like, it's okay. I'm like, no, it's not. He killed your brother. She didn't say it's okay. No, but she sleeps with him. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I don't know. That's kind of weird. I know. It's a movie, and I respect it for what it is. I'm just like I think mm, it was more okay. like she obviously she loved she loves her brother, but she loves Tony too, and I think she yeah. just needed comforting. And yeah, and I mean, I, he definitely felt bad. Yeah, but it's like, he's, well, you stabbed him. It's like he <laughs> you still he totally stabbed him. did. It's like it's like he didn't mean to, but at the same time, he he literally just grabbed the knife though and just stabbed him. I know. It's like, yeah, but you kind of, you, you did it, man. But you you did it. But yeah, that all leads into the just, they're freaking out. And then they sing this song called Cool, where it's all about yeah. them like freaking out. And then, then the guy's just like, you got to be cool. It's Ice. What? That's his name, Ice. Ice? Yeah. Oh. So it's like Riff's right hand man ah, was named Ice. Funny. So he's like, crazy boy. Yeah. Like the way he says it really irked me. Boy, boy, crazy boy. I'm like, oh, stop, stop. And then when they're, <laughs> <laughs> my gosh. And then when, 
<laughs> and then when they're all like going out and it's like they're supposed to be they're well they're acting like oh they're they're so full of angst and it's like oh my god we're gonna freak out it's like as they're going out they're like trying to be cool and then they'll go <laughs> and then one of them will go <laughs> i'm like all right okay this this song needs to end now <laughs> that's probably the only song i was like wait oh you mean they're doing pow right they're like pow Bow, bow. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I didn't like that one. Okay. That was kind of weird. I, that's alright. I get the idea of it, but I'm like... Apparently that was the hardest dance number they did. Really? Yeah. Wow. That was, they put in a lot of effort for me not to like it. They Apparently that was like the longest one, the hardest one. It was like at, late at night. The guy who played um, Baby John, like passed out oh my god like back when you could like work your actors till they passed out yeah you know? apparently, yeah apparently it was bad did i did the guy playing ice like lose his voice and that's why he sound like this i didn't, boy, <laughs> I didn't boy. notice oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah it was <laughs> i just didn't like that one but uh, you know all the rest i say i didn't have an issue with that's okay mm-hmm. um yeah what what else you got to say about this babe um when did you first see this i first saw this back in like middle school wow it was like middle school or junior high and it it was a music class and our Uh, our teacher had us watch it and you know first it was kind of funny because i can remember when it first started you know the groans and it's like oh my gosh what is this it's so so long and because it took maybe two or three days to watch it it's it's long it's like two and a half hours two and a half hours so if you think we had like half hour classes or something i don't know 45 minutes (laughs) she just didn't want to teach that week i know she's like i'm doing she's like watching a movie (laughs) but it was kind of funny because i think i remember at the end you know because at first when we're watching it, you know, there's Snickers and there's talking. And then as it progresses, everybody gets quiet. And we're, like, really invested. Yeah. <laughs> and then when it's over, we're like, what? <laughs> and then we're, we're like, no, it's done. <laughs> That's how it ends? That's how it ends? Yeah. No. I think more I think more so probably on the girl's side. But we're like, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> what happens is Chino kind of goes crazy. He's like you know running around at night with a gun he's looking for tony because he was bernardo's right hand and he's pretty much betrothed to maria maria in a way which he's kind of like you're gonna marry like a plank of wood he's sweet but he has nothing going he has nothing he's kind of just you know there's not too much personality there he's like a a loyal dog yeah it's like he follows bernardo do what he says and he will protect maria but there's not really there's no connection between the two of them that way no because like when he gets introduced and he has to go into the lady's apartment doesn't he say like oh women are right i shouldn't come in here well yeah, he's like, like you know oh, he's standing bro. at the the door and yeah. he's like well this is a, a place for ladies or something and i shouldn't come in here and, and then i like anita because she's like Oh, come in, Chino. We won't bite. Yeah. And she's like, until we get to know you better or something like that. Right, yeah. She's funny. Yeah, she's funny. No, I, she was probably my favorite character. She mm-hmm. seemed the most sane. Yeah. And, like, when stuff was happening, she was like, why are you doing this? This is stupid. Like, they, they, you always need that character. Yeah. She was like the, the voice Han- of reason. She's the voice of reason. Yeah. She's like the Han Solo of West Side Story yeah because <laughs> if you watch all the star wars movies han solo is always the one who's like this is ridiculous the force this is stupid uh, what did you think though at one of the the final scene with her where you know maria's supposed to meet up with tony and they're gonna like run away and yeah. then she gets held up by the cop wanting to talk to her and ask her questions oh about my gosh the and the jets like yeah they like mol- they don't molest her but they basically like grab her and hold her on the ground and yeah, take her push her around yeah i was like um that's her. this is not cool can you guys stop no it was very much alluded to like a rape scene that's terrible and i think i read that i think rita had actually been raped in real life oh and so that scene was very triggering for her I'm so sure. those tears were very real yeah and the guys who played the jets kept stopping because obviously she would freak out she's like yeah upset and they're like 
sorry, sorry, we're sorry. It's not, oh, you know, it's not real. It's not real. It's okay. <laughs> we're, 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 we're not, you know, so, but it really, you know, impacted that scene, which I feel, I feel bad. And I went in that down. I didn't know that, but. Jeez. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. Cause I was like, wow, she's a really good actress. And I was like, oh yeah. she's not fully acting. Not, not fully acting. That was messed up. Well, those guys, I mean, the guys who played the Jets did a good job portraying yeah. it, but the Jets, the characters, terrible, terrible people. I know. And then her line at the end, mm-hmm. oof, when she's like, if you were bleeding on the side of the street mm-hmm. and I walk by and spit on you. Yeah. Because. That was good. They're horrible. They're horrible. Because she was trying, she's like, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to tell Tony a message from Maria. Then that's when she's like, screw this. Y'all suck. Mm-hmm. Maria's dead. Tell him Mar- that. Yeah. You know what? Maria's dead. Forget about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crap. What was I going to say? Um, yeah. No, I, th- that part was just like mm-hmm. super messed up. Uh, yeah. And then Doc comes in and he's like, what is wrong with you, kid? Yeah. Like, he's just like, what? what is your deal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt bad for her and... Just that whole situation. Yeah. And who then, was Doc? Doc just kind of owned that little candy store there. Yeah. He was okay. the shop owner. And so yeah. that's kind of, that's where Tony worked. He, that's right. He worked for Doc. And then, so he was kind of like the priest character. Yeah. He's kind of the other voice of reason. Mm-hmm. So who would, um, oh my gosh, what's her name? Sorry. Maria's, not her sister. Anita. Anita. So what would she have been? Kind of like the... She's probably kind of like the nurse. The nurse, that's what I was thinking. Because she's the one with Juliet the most. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's all loosely based. It's, it's loo- I mean, it's yeah. like loose, but it's like a lot of the key plot points are very much like yeah. this This happened in Romeo and Juliet and this happened. The, bi- the biggest difference, I'd say, like plot point wise is like, because at the end of Romeo and Juliet, they both die. Yeah. At the end of West Side Story, just Tony dies. Just Tony dies. Because I was like, I even thought that I was like, oh my gosh, is Maria going to die? Like, is she, like when she grabs the gun, mm-hmm. I was like, is she going to shoot herself? Oh, I know. I honestly thought that because I just know how Romeo and Juliet ends. Because I'm pretty sure that's what happens. It's like, or Ju- Juliet. Romeo thinks that Juliet's dead, and that's why he kills himself. Yeah. And then she wakes up and kills herself. Yeah. And then the the DiCaprio movie, she actually shoots herself in the chest. We, well, that was because the guns were supposed to be, like, the swords. swords. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think I heard... I mean, this is really messed up to talk about. But just, like, if a usually when women commit suicide, if they shoot themselves, they usually shoot themselves in the chest rather than the head. Because for the funeral, like so that their face isn't messed up for like oh. their loved ones, they'll shoot themselves in the chest rather than the head. I might be wrong, but I heard that before. Oh, that seems to be like a pattern. Yeah, that's like a more of a pattern. Interesting. Yeah, that's morbid. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, oh, I remember what I was gonna say the one jet character baby john mm-hmm. at the beginning he's reading like a captain marvel comic yeah he is what does he say he goes oh i love captain marvel doesn't he say something like, like captain marvel has like a laser gun or something I, something I don't like remember i don't remember that line i just know he's like he says something like, he's like captain marvel i love him and then the other jet guy goes why don't you marry him yeah <laughs> i think he says something like captain marvel's a laser gun or something and i was like no he doesn't I don't remember You're him wrong. saying laser gun. He says something like that. Or he alludes to like some sort of weapon that Captain Marvel uses. I'm like, Captain Marvel doesn't use a weapon. We're, I th- and I'm assuming if we're talking about Captain Marvel, it's not the Marvel Captain Marvel. It's the Shazam, DC Shazam, because he was originally called Captain Marvel. Oh. So I'm assuming that's who they're talking about. Because this is the 60s. Did you see the cover? No. I don't even... It probably wasn't. It was probably just some comic book they grabbed. Oh, it said Captain Marvel on the cover. Oh, did it? Yeah. Okay. It was... It was. Bet you it was that. Hmm. It was the Shazam version. Yeah. Fun tidbit. That's why he's called Shazam. He originally was called Captain Marvel. Right. But then Marvel kind of... They did their own Captain Marvel later, which is kind of weird. Anyway. <laughs> West Side Story. Um, I yummed it. Yeah. Even though there's some parts where I'm like, eh. but it, I I forgive it because it's like, you know, it's it's what it is. It's based off of the the Shakespeare tale and 
Yes. You know, but like everything about it, like the the, the music, the dancing. I love the wedding scene. Yeah. The wedding scene I put in quotes because it's not really a wedding it's, scene. Yeah. They're kind of make-believing. and That they're getting married. Yeah. And she works in like a, um, a bridal shop. So she mm-hmm. has all this like mannequins with dresses and yeah. suits. So they're like, oh, that's papa and mama and like yeah doing these scenarios and uh-huh. like they have a one mannequin dressed in a suit and that's like it's like it's my dad i think my dad would like you or yeah something like yeah that. papa's do, do you go to church yeah <laughs> he's like doesn't he say like every week or something yeah something like that she's like mm, yes i think papa might like you <laughs> yeah i like that little scene because it was I liked how it kind of they were having fun with it. Yeah, it, but it was kind of lighthearted. But when they knelt down, they kind of like were like, "It got oh, serious." This, this would be so nice. If we actually got married, you know. Yeah. So I thought that was sweet. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh." I know. I think they just met yesterday, but it's fine. Yeah, but it's almost like you you do feel like this is for real for them, and yeah, it's like I think that's what makes it hard when he does die because you're like, no, they were. They were soulmates. Mm-hmm. So it's really sad. Yeah, but I do love Natalie's acting at the end when she picks up, she hand, Chino hands her the gun and she goes, you know, goes on her tangent of like, how do I fire this, you know, like, how do I be able to shoot everybody and leave one for me and saying like, she's no, he was not killed with knives and guns but mm-hmm. with hate yeah <laughs> she's like well now i have hate yeah and all this stuff and i was like man that's, that's powerful that's stuff good stuff yeah and when then when they go to carry away uh tony's body it's like they the jets grab him and then some a couple of the guys from the sharks come over and help him yeah because he's he, big guy he's tall <laughs> he's tall so i'm like i'm assuming he's heavy he's not gonna be it's gonna take quite a few guys to carry him out of there yeah because you know he, if you, it's so cute when they're standing next to each other because I was like, wow, she looks so tiny compared to him. I know. Because little Spanish girl and the tall man. Tall Polish guy. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, they said Polak. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They call the they call the sharks, the, they call them WAPs. Yeah. I was like, <gasps> the, well, the sharks <laughs> called Jets WAPs. The sharks called the Jets WAPs? No. No, the Jets called the sharks the WAPs. No. Yeah. They're not Italian. They're not Italian, but no, they no, because a shark, a shark called one of the jets wops. The sharks are the Puerto Ricans. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he called the guy, the one Italian guy in the jets, the wop. Yeah. Okay. For anyone who doesn't know, wop actually means without papers. Yeah. So it was something that people would call mostly Italians back when um, Ellis Island really opened. It's like immigration. And all that from, like, other countries, but that's what, if, like, you're saying, like, s- someone's over here illegally, you call them WAP because it means without papers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, back to Natalie and Richard's height, they're literally a foot difference. Wow. <laughs> She's 5'2", and he's 6'2". Wow. No wonder she's looking right up at him. Yeah, I know. Like, literally, it looks all the way up at him. Yeah. Well, it's it's kind of cute, though. It's very cute. Yeah. Like, look at that. So tiny. That's a good poster of West Side Story. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, I meant that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, look at that. Yep, Sorry. that is a poster. I meant this photo. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. When they're... The guy who Tony had some, had some big front teeth, didn't he? Big front teeth? Yeah. No, he didn't. Didn't they? They kind of stuck out a bit a little. What? Like when he sang? No, you're crazy. Maybe. I might be crazy, but I'm also right. He, no. <laughs> he doesn't have... Like buck teeth or anything. Not buck teeth. That'd be funny though. I love you, Maria. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you feel after watching a classic movie that everybody should know? Yeah, I, I loved it. I thought it was a good time. It really captivated me. I was really washed up in the the feel of it and the story. I think the only time I was annoyed was the crazy boy. Just the, song, the cool song. The cool song. I don't want to listen to that ever again. Um, but You're silly. <laughs> well, if we watch it again, what, can we just skip that? I'll just leave the room. No. I'll just put my head against the wall with my headphones in. Do whatever you want. <laughs> and then, um, 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I like this one, babe. It was good. a good time. Good. I'm glad. These I songs will it. always be a favorite of mine. Nice. And are you excited for the new one with Ansel Elgort? I'm curious. I'm curious to see how it goes. What if it's bad? It could very well be. It could be bad. I mean, it's Steven Spielberg. He doesn't really make bad movies. He He makes more like boring movies (laughs) like they're good but sometimes they're like like did you ever see um the post no oh it's a very important movie about the post office about (laughs) (laughs) about the washington post it's about um it's when they they were they released like the vietnam papers i think is what they were called but it was just basically like the first instances of america knowing like the truth about what's going on in vietnam oh okay yeah, and the post were they got their hands on like the documents and they released them. Ooh, it's no, it's like it was a big deal, but boy, that movie's just kind of like, eh, okay, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of just people in rooms talking about politics and stuff, and you're like, eh, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> but then he'll do something like Ready Player One, which is fine, yeah, you know. But I don't know. I just say like Spielberg in general is like I feel like his movies. They don't have that magic they used to have, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I might be wrong. West of his West Side Story, it looks powerful. It looks cool. So I'm excited. And yeah, I love Ansel Elgort. He's, he's awesome. Yeah, we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. Well, good, babe. I'm glad you liked it. Yes, I did. All right. Well, what's coming up next? Mm, good fellas. Good fellas. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, man. You're in for a treat. This movie's so awesome. <laughs> You, I mean, you didn't like The Godfather. All right. You don't like Goodfellas, though. Yeah. <laughs> then we'll have some talk. There are some issues here. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's your opinion, babe, but Goodfellas is pretty awesome. Okay. I mean, I think it's awesome. You're probably going to not like it, though. Well, I guess we'll find out. We will find out. But, yeah, if you haven't seen Goodfellas, why haven't you? It's amazing. Check it out and then listen to us talk about it. Yeah. Well, all right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Oh, it'll be our first Scorsese film, I think. Will it? I think so. I don't think I've, I don't think I've done a Scorsese film yet. I've been saving them. I thought this would be a good one to start with. Yeah, I think so. Because you've seen a few. You've seen Taxi Driver. You've seen Departed. Mm-hmm. You've seen. What else have you seen? Maybe. Like, is that it? I don't know. That might be it. That's okay. Have you seen The Aviator? No. Okay. That's fine. All right. Um, no, you saw Irishman. I did. Yeah. That was long. That's long. It's long. <laughs> <laughs> it, Goodfellas isn't as long. It's like a little over two hours. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, you were saying. I was saying. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Don't Yuck My Yum. Be oh. sure to check us out on our um podcasts all our other podcasts at apple Podcasts, spotify or anchor.fm or wherever you get your podcasts we will see you there if you want to give us a like or a shout out on instagram we would love that or send us an email at don't yuck my yum pod at gmail.com we appreciate it and we'll see you guys next time see you next time Bye. bye